The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence and in particular, welcome to another Impact Makers episode. So in today's episode, I'm talking with Brianna Barnes. Now, Brianna, if you are familiar with the startup ecosystem in Brisbane, then you've possibly come across Brianna because she's the operations manager for Startup Catalyst. And what I thoroughly enjoyed about speaking to Brianna was how she's discovered that even in an operational role, how important that is to engineer serendipity and to make magic for the Startup Catalyst participants. You'll also get to hear just how important speaking with confidence has become to her. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Brianna Barnes. Brianna, thank you so much for joining me for an episode of Impact Makers. I love talking to people about the impact that they're making in the universe. Let's get this conversation started by explaining to our listeners what is Startup Catalyst. Yeah, so Startup Catalyst was started by Steve Baxter from Shark Tank. Um, he had a lot of frustration around watching these incredibly technically talented youth come out of um, university and go into corporate roles. But he had this crazy idea um, to essentially make them unemployable. He wanted them to, um, he, he wanted to take them overseas and immerse them in the culture of Silicon Valley and to really uh, make them think outside the square to come back to Australia and come up with, with the next big thing. Um, to really disrupt um, what's happening here in Australia. And so by unemployable, that they had no choice but to be entrepreneurs, but to start their own startups. Yeah, essentially he, he wanted them to look at the idea of just doing a desk job forever to be incredibly unattractive. Um, and <laughs> It sounds and very really steep. Yeah, yeah, it is. So we started out with the youth mission. <laughs> Um, and we grew. Um, we uh, grew to six missions a year pre-COVID. Uh, we also um, took startups, scale-ups, investors, policymakers, and innovation experts over to different technical hotspots around the world. So we also run missions to London, um, to Israel. Uh, we've done ag tech missions to Israel, and also um, Singapore is. Uh, we had some interest in running a mission to Singapore. So some exciting things coming up. Uh, we have 280 alumni so far and we are growing, so exciting times. That is exciting times and 280 people who have been suitably infected with the startup virus or the startup Ebola, uh, as Steve likes Steve's, to call it. Steve's, Steve's words, not mine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so tell us about your role then, Brianna, in Startup Catalyst. Yeah, of course. So I am operations coordinator. I do all of the logistics, um, also commonly known as black ops. 
So while it may all look really smooth on the surface, there's a lot of thought and um, planning that goes into what happens behind the scenes. So yeah, I really make sure that you have a bed, that the buses are picking you up and that you're fed. Um, but there's also a lot of thought and planning that goes into making sure that um, our participants are, are matched up to the types of sessions that they that are really going to, um, you know, produce like produce impact and and have an impact on on them when they come back to Australia. I love so, that. And I love that you call it the, that black ops piece because you know it's really not that easy, is it? No, no, it's not. So, well, like I came over from um, the government, I was working um, the Smart Service Queensland, and a secondment came up to 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 have you know, to be part of this new startup catalyst. And I thought I'd be coming over doing some minutes and, and maybe a bit of admin and um, was very quickly thrown in the deep end um, of running, sort of not running, but like helping to organize um, six missions. Uh, so yeah, learned very quickly about startups, innovation, investment, ecosystems, and all the roles that um, go into making um, the ecosystem work and thrive. I love it. So I gather you've been on some of these missions. What have you learned and what have you discovered? Um, I guess, particularly about the caliber of Australian startups as you've gone on to these overseas missions. Yeah, of course. So there's two things. So the first one is with that youth mission, um, we, Australia has incredible technical talent. Um, an example of that is the youth mission um, went to meet with the head of engineering, Joe Pobar at, um, Facebook and they had an hour session planned and you know that sort of was was pretty standard and he got that Joel got that um was that impressed with the group and the, the level of conversation was was that great that they ended up we all had to organize pizzas uh, for them for dinner to be delivered and I was we had to organize for the bus to be pushed back because um you know that it was, I think the poor bus driver had to sit out in the bus for an, like an extra three hours while he waited for them to finish. Um, so it was just a real testament to the quality of conversation and talent that we have here in Australia. So that was an incredible outcome for, for them. Um, the other thing that, that I've learned, uh, you know, as mission leader is that like our, our, our startups are world class. So while Australia is big in space, it's actually quite small in market. So we really need for these startups to be thinking about going global. They they really need to have that on their agenda because, you know, an example is uh, we had an ag tech founder go over to Israel and he had this product and he's thought, you know, nailing it here and thought, you know, Australia is, this, that's all I need. And he went over and and they were like so impressed with, with what he had, like his product. And they said, this is like, this is better than anything that we have here. So he, he got the validation that, you know, what he was working on here in Australia is actually validated across the world. And he came back and they're, and they're doing amazing. So, um, yeah, I think that they're probably the two biggest things. We have we have technical talent that should be showcased. And I think that the uh, Australian startups um, need to be thinking globally um, because we absolutely have the talent in the startups um, if we need to, to get them invested in. So that's... Um, why we do what we do and take them over and 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 make those connections for them to, to grow it um you know grow in their journey and i think it is such a key and yet tricky thing to understand until you've experienced it that 
what we create here in Australia can be and often is world-leading, world-class, and we often underestimate that because Aussies are so good at the tall poppy syndrome and we just kind Mm. of, you know, no big deal. Now, this podcast, of course, is part of the Speaking with Confidence series and you've been um, a member of the Impactful Presenters program. Why was it so important to you to boost your speaking skills and boost your speaking confidence? touched on it with with what I spoke about in you know being mission leader and, and black ops and being part of that conduit so I've I've come over and I've learned a lot of different perspectives so I've I've been involved with startups I've been involved in the ecosystem you know I've sat at the table with some really incredible people like um David Cohen for example from Techstars and I just feel like I'm kind of like the, the I guess the conjured or the glue between it all and I feel like I have a lot of knowledge that's sort of sitting there I listen to people speak and I go I knew that I knew that I knew that but I can't seem to articulate it the way that I would like and I often will absolutely shy away from an opportunity to to speak about the things that I know about and I felt like it was absolutely time for me to do something about that so I've joined Impactful Presenters um, I've learned that it's really important to plan. Um, you'll earn the right, your three things um, that you want to say, three key messages, um, call to action, and to have your brag bag ready to go. So it's okay to tell the same story and to have them ready to go because it's, you know, like if, if you're promoting the storytelling in innovation is so important. And if I can tell a story about someone and that, you know, hits the right person, an investor or someone, you just never know when those opportunities are going to eventuate for somebody. So I kind of just needed to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and and start taking opportunities when they present themselves. So, um, yeah. And I love that, um, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, recognising that even with all of the tools, even with all the skills, it can still be uncomfortable, but at least with those frameworks, you know what to lean on, whether it's your brag bag or whether it's your earn the right. Um, I want to close up, Brianna, by asking why do you do what you do in Startup Catalyst? You said that this, you know, when you put your hand up for this comment, you thought you were going to be taking minutes. (laughs) But now you're doing so much more. Why Why do you do it? Yeah, I think um, I heard this really good phrase called engineer serendipity and I thought, oh, my goodness, that's what we do. And it just sums up Catalyst so well. And it, um, so we organise the logistics. So there's like three parts to a Catalyst mission. There's like logistics where we take care of all of that for you or like for the participants or founders. And but they're so busy in their hustle every day. So we, they literally have to turn up and we say, get on this bus, go to this session, eat here, and they can completely immerse themselves in what they are there to learn and who they're there to connect with and that kind of thing. So we take off all that stress and that's mine. <laughs> that's my stress. Um, and then we have um, the connection and the collision. So we plan dinners, um, we plan networking events, we plan a you know, all sorts of different ways for, for them to connect and, and collide with organic um, conversation. 
And then there's also like the, the really rich information that comes from the sessions. So the programs so the scheduling and all that kind of thing. And in the middle of all of that is like this really sweet spot. It's like magic of where Catalyst, you know, happens. The, it, not only is it the magic, but it's also the cohort connection of going to all those things together and talking about, you know, what they've learned and what, what they're going to do when they get back. So so that's my why. That's why I love doing it. I love being part of the journey, watching founders come back inspired and enthusiastic and ready to take on the world, um, you know, pass on their knowledge and really um, create a buzz within within the Australian ecosystem. And, and who knows what can come from that. So, yeah. I love what you just described there. That that sweet spot that you just described quite literally is the serendipity, isn't it, where the magic happens yep. and you're spot on when you say that you're engineering it. Uh, so thank you. Now the next mission, you've got a youth mission planned for the end of 2022. How do people find out more information about that? Yeah, so at the moment we are working on sponsorship for that one. So we'll be um, posting some information on our website uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, hopefully with um, once we've locked down some sponsorship, we'll um, promote that one out. So it's exciting to, to finally be getting back to doing what we do so well. Yeah, it's so good that you can get on a plane and go overseas. Um, so the youth mission will be to Silicon Valley. Uh, details for any of the missions can be found at startupcatalyst.acs org.au and that link will be in the show notes um brianna thank you again for joining me and showcasing oh showcasing the importance of the everyday to make impact you know you you started by saying i put my hand up to just help out thinking that i'd be writing minutes and here you are now quite literally engineering serendipity to empower Australian startups, but also to showcase to the policymakers and to leaders and to overseas markets just how powerful our local talent is. So thank you for being an impact maker. And um, thank you, yeah, Kat. here's to continuing to make your dent in the universe, huh? And did I. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.